that click. That's all you have to that's do. All, I, See what I'm saying? You got to tongue hey. punch that motherfucker. You got to, hey, you know that, you know that little movie, I, that stick figure that was like, bro. that's what be my tongue, baby. I'm a coochie connoisseur, I'm, I'm I know how to t- eat box. By the time, by the time 10 minutes is up, I feel like the bitch should at least. You a coochie connoisseur? Nut about two times. And then when I slip my dick in, she's already nutted probably like two, three Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why you, that's why you eat a bitch out before you fuck. Because like, by that time, I don't even care if you got a nut because you already got a nut off the head. So, so but I'm, I'm in the box enjoying But you still want to give her something to where These it's like, you can't sick. just go in and just beat it her de- up. It depends on if, like, it depends. Every bitch it depends on the mood, of, right? Like, like, she don't get the same amount of dick type shit. I be telling, I be telling, I told this nigga that. He was like, nah, you got to go in there and fuck him, fuck him. Like, nah, like, every bitch can't I get. I don't need every, exactly. I don't need every bitch spending a block. Yeah. But you also don't need a bitch talking bad about you. Fuck them. I don't care. I nutted, bro. Yeah. I got that post nut clarity. You can get out. Yeah. So you don't, you don't care about your name being bad out No. Here, I'm over 100. I can give a fuck. Less. Don't say that out loud. I already told my shorty. I already told my shorty I'm over 100. She accepted me. I don't give a fuck about all these other bitches. That's fuck, I look like You fucked 100 different ones or you fucked 100 times? 100 different bitches. Actually, 116 different bitches. You count it? I don't even know 116 people. My shorty actually. <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording? Welcome back to another episode of Convoy Conversations. <laughs> this is just the bullshit that we talk about before the episode. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, Literally, I know we've been going for like ten minutes already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Mike here. We we we're recording live from Mike's crib. Mike is back, in, back Colorado in Colorado town. Springs. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, how was y'all week, you nasty niggas? Bro, I'm still on this nigga talking about he got 116 bodies. That's a lot. Yeah, bro. Seventeen. 117? Why do you keep count? I don't keep count no more. You got to talk loud. And... I don't keep count no more. She actually made me sit yeah. down and um, fucking do the math because she wanted to do it. I was just like, okay. So how do you remember? Because I don't even remember half the bitches I fucked. That's why they don't count. Everybody gets a milestone. Not everybody, but a milestone? certain bitches get a milestone. There's like, you know, so like 30 was my son. 47 was my daughter. That's not a milestone, bro. That's kind of. It is. It is. A tracker, yeah. A tracker of a milestone. Why do you keep track, though? I kept track because I was a young nigga's movie back then. I was childish. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I was really chasing that 100 for a minute. And then once I got 100, I really let it go. But then, you know, when my shorty sat me down, that's one. You sound like a male prostitute. You're a whore. I was really A slore. What do you call a slore? You're a gigolo. I wish y'all could see this nigga face because he looks like he's in regret. Yeah. <laughs> what he is, he reminiscing like fast as fuck on all the times he done fucked all them girls. That shit was wild. 117. That's a lot, brother. That's crazy. Were they just like all like... <laughs> Look at this nigga face. I'm smashing bro. them or were they all like I chose to smash this? If you know what I mean, like, was it was it one day you just like, I'm going to lower the bar just because I got to get this number? No, nah, y'all niggas, yeah, bro, y'all niggas knew it back then. I, like, all right, I'm not going to say this on the podcast. That's a wild ass shit. But niggas knew I was fucking anything moving back then that had some interest in me. Like, back then it was just on some shit like, all right, you want some interest? Let me get your number. We're going to talk. We're going to fuck. And then I'm not going to talk to you again because I got to chase this honey. You know what I'm saying? You know that picture with Will Chamberlain, like, 
Niggas don't know if Will Chamberlain got a hundred. But, but what, niggas know where, that I got a hundred. Where did it where did that start from? It was like I have to fuck over a hundred girls. I was a child. I was Where did that idea come from? The idea came from the Will Chamberlain picture is really where it came from. So point, you related fucking the basketball. Pretty like, much. Niggas don't know if Will Chamberlain really dropped 100 points. There's no fucking footage of it. There's footage of that nigga so who came back then, you, there's no footage of this. So do we have it. footage of this 100? Because how do we believe you? Shit, I go through Google Photos. It's going to get physical for me, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? Make sure my shoulder <laughs> No, it ain't going to get physical. It's going to be some lawsuits in jail time. Hell no. He's not going to post it. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. Well, it's the fact that you have it. She'll fuck you up for that too. It's in like Google Photos, though. She really can't find the type. Shit. We're, we're not. We're gonna call this epic. So you know how they do thirty for thirty. This is hundred. Yeah. Fifty for fifty. Yeah, I had a totally different idea for this episode, but now this is interesting. I'm not gonna hold you. At a certain point, I, I like like how I keep how I kept track was. Whatever bitch really wowed me, like I have a certain bitch that like, you know what I'm saying, where I knew I was close to 100. She's at approximately, you know, if I'm just not really thinking about it. You might as well just lower that stand and then you can scoot over a little bit. Shorty was like, like. Because it sounds crystal clear as fuck when it's, like I said, y'all got to talk into the mics. Yeah. Shorty was like, the first shorty I made squirt. No funny shit is on some selfish shit, but um, she was at number like 78 if I'm not mistaken. And that was just that. So it was like every number. So like, which one was your best, like your your top five? Number 58, 53. You got to do a top 10. 15. 30. It was literally 100. 30. 37. Still around. 3. Uh, 100. I see why you said you smart, my boy. 100. The, the, the 100th? 100. Mike, this nigga's this nigga's wild. Niggas is wildin'. Niggas is wildin'. All right, we gonna switch it up. All right. So, uh, one thing that. All right, this is what we gotta do. Okay. All right. Um, been thinking about a long way about going about this. Okay. So, Griff, we had our whatever. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I for never, people, for we'll, no, we'll go ahead and speak on it. Me and Mike fell out hard. Hard. Fucking. I don't even know when, how long ago it was. It was, it was, it was like last year, probably the same time. Last year, probably the same, but yeah, like because we, it was we, prior to me. We moving fell out back hard, and a little bit of it was me, like you know, going through shit, and a little bit of it was me, just like how how we are. Me and out of everybody that. Knows each other. Me and Mike is like the the, the most headstrong, fucking prideful, uh, confrontational motherfuckers you ever see. Factual. So yeah, we fell out pretty hard, fucking over like a year ago, and fucking we've been recovering since. Yeah. And fucking, I I I will say on my end, like fucking face to face, I will fucking apologize for fucking how I acted, fucking. I've, I've been, I've been, I was, I was like heated for a couple of days because, like I said, this was this, this is somebody like that's, this is one of my, I don't call people like that's not family brothers, but it's like Mike is my brother, bro. Like at, when it was a point in time where it was just me and Mike here, yeah, and fucking Mike been here for a lot of shit, just like Josh been here for a lot of shit, like Mike been here for a lot of shit, like me and Mike fucking 
I, me and Mike would have patrolled the streets together, type shit. Some nut shit. That's some shit, nut shit. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, it's so, my dog. I felt as if, you know what I'm saying? Shit did get a little reckless. You was going through shit. I was going through shit. But I never held that against you because, like, in the heat of the moment, it is what it is. People tend to just hold on to shit. I never held on to shit. I just, you know, when people always ask me about it, niggas on the Xbox, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you and Griff is, I always told them, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it wasn't until recently that it, it really hit me. Like, um, the day we had that argument, niggas knew I had a big-ass picture in the room of all the homies and shit like that. And um, that shit is gone. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't regret throwing it out. I don't. Um, but at the point in time where I had that picture and I threw it out, um, the house I was living at is my nigga that passed away. And uh, he was telling me, like, nah, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just go talk to that man. You know, like, y'all gonna make up, y'all gonna be all right in the future. And then, you know, I didn't listen to him. I said, I don't I don't give a fuck. He said what he said, I said what I said, and that's just that. And um, it was just whatever at that time, but in the span of, like, I'm not gonna say, like, him dying is making me bring this conversation up, but I just felt that, like, him dying, and then I've lost five people in the last two months three months basically now and it's just like I, I just can't you know what I'm saying I can't seem to hold a grudge or be petty or act like I don't care about somebody that I do you know um, there's just a lot of people that are I'm not saying failing you but there's a lot of people failing systems around the friendship thing you see what I'm saying they don't have the people there that they actually fucking need and I'm not saying like you need me I'm just saying that it's a better support system for anybody when I'm around. Okay? Yeah. I'm not saying that I have the answers to everything, but I can walk anybody through anything because I've been through everything. I tell this to everybody, I've been through anything in life that I've ever wanted to do, minus the fucking 100 bitches. I've never saw that when I was 13. I never saw any of the shit that I have now when I was 13. But now it's just like, the way that bodies are dropping around me, I can't just seem to act like you wasn't my nigga when you was. It's like, not. It's for, not even for two years. It was just like, just us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what we doing this weekend? I didn't give a fuck about that bum ass job that I had because I knew I was gonna be set after. Niggas was going out. Niggas wasn't getting back till three in the morning. I had to work at five in the morning. We was just doing that. See what I'm saying? I'll never, I'll never hold what you said against me. It, it was what it was. It's just words. It's not like you pulled up to my crib and was on some shit like that. That's different. That's some shit that I can't forgive. But it was just words over Xbox over some minor childish shit. I was in a mainly joking mindset, and I didn't know that you were going through what you were going through at the time. So was it wrong timing for me to say that? Probably. Was it wrong on your end? Was it wrong on my end? I'm not in no position to say that it was wrong on your end, just like you're in no position to say that it was wrong on my end. It's just that of being a man. That's all we can be. It doesn't, like, I was, I was never, like I told Josh one day, I was never looking for an apology. There was nothing that I never needed from you, that I never, never never needed to hear from you, that you needed to hear from me. You didn't necessarily want an apology from me, so I never needed an apology from you. It's just simple as that. We've been through more, we've seen more, and we've done more. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's like, if you died, right, and I'm still here, I would cry. You see what I'm saying? I always, I relate my life now to the people that always looked out for me. It was just that. 
if people held me down when I was at my lowest, that's all I have. You see what I'm saying? I always have to feel like, I I'll always feel like I have to pay respect to those people or I have to pay my life to those people because it's like if you held me down when I'm at my lowest, now I'm at my mid or my highest that I'll ever be. Now I owe everybody else that pulled me up to this point. You see what I'm saying? So it's just that of, I, I feel like that's what it relates to of a man. People forget those that held them down. Once they get up, they tend to forget who the fuck was around. See what I'm saying? I will never forget you, Josh, Eric, Ross, Elroy, my daughter's mom, Courtney. Like, see what I'm saying? I'll never forget those people because y'all niggas walked me through a lot of shit. See what I'm saying? I, I, I just can't. You know what I'm saying? I just always have to pay respect to the people that were always there. No matter if I hit the fucking Powerball tomorrow or the VA gives me a motherfucking lump sum of money, I'm never going to change being the person. I'll always feel like I owe something to people that showed me the fucking way when I was at my fucking lowest on probation for two years, not being able to go outside and enjoy myself. But niggas showed me like, bro, we can go outside and be comfortable. You see what I'm saying? Then we can still enjoy life, but you just got to follow the guidelines. That's just that. You know what I'm saying? I always told niggas straight up like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, okay? Like, I know a lot of things that has been going on back here, not necessarily with you, but just a lot of things that have been going on. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want this to sound like in an egotistical way, but I just feel like I, with the help of others, turn my life around. There's always a fucking way. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying niggas need a coach, but niggas need that friend. There's no way that niggas just can't lean on that friend and just be like, hey, I'm here you're here, let me help you. See what I'm saying? Like when my mans died, it was just, I regretted leaving Colorado. See what I'm saying? I never wanted to fucking come back here. I felt like if I never left Colorado, that nigga would still be here. And I just can't afford to lose any other niggas around me. I can't. Like that's just, it, it is what it is. See what I'm saying? Like, I can't lose you, I can't lose Josh, I can't lose Eric. Whether we've been at odds for months or a fucking year. If niggas that held me down died, I'm going to be hurt. It just is what it is. Like, I, I can't relate that to a nigga like my fucking platoon sergeant in the military. If that nigga died, I'd probably laugh. Because fuck them, okay? We was at a different level than other niggas. We got to just... I'm not saying that we're ever probably going to get back to the position that we were at. You see what I'm saying? But we can. We can work towards it. But you're, you'll never be that of a stranger to me. And don't ever feel like you are. If you need an ear, nigga, I'm here. It's that simple. I'm never going to be like, oh, why is this nigga calling me? Nah. You need to talk. You need to answer. You need, you need me to shut the fuck up and just be like, listen to me. I'm here. Simple as that. And that goes to anybody listening to this fucking podcast. Because these, these, these fucking black men are supporting and promoting great shit here. If you need an ear... DM these niggas on Instagram. DM these niggas on Twitter. It's simple as that. Like, we're, we're losing too many people to black-on-black -black violence, black-on-white violence, white-on-black violence. It's as simple as that. Just listen. It doesn't take... It takes three seconds to listen. That's it. I care about y'all niggas. I love y'all niggas. And it's just as simple as that, bro. And that's the end of my event. There you go. Yeah. So, Are you finna say something? Yeah, I was finna say something. Well, it, it was really just, you know... Like I said, you know, um, I agree. I you know agree with everything. Like I wasn't looking for an apology, you know. As Josh, you know, I talked to Josh about it. Like the, you know, the days after it happened, because I was really 
upset about it, and I didn't like. I was just like, I didn't want it to happen, and was, that was one of those situations. Josh seen me in a situation where it's just like I let the situation get away from me, and without you know just controlling my emotions on it, and I was more so mad because it happened, and I didn't I didn't want it to happen, and. After that, you know, like I said, I wasn't looking for no apology. I was looking for myself to apologize because I was like, I, I, I don't want this to happen between us out of, you know, everybody. Like, it's it's other people that, you know, we hang with that I'd rather be falling out with. And I don't even want to do that. But it was like, it was like out of all people, I was like, I don't want to fall out with Mike. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I just don't see, you know, I just don't see that it was a necessary thing. And, you know, Time went by, and, and, like, every time, like, you know, if if we in the Xbox party or, you know, somebody mentioned you, it's just, like, I get real regretful because it's, like, I allow so much time to go by. And, like you said, you done lost people. Like, I done lost people. And, like, I've, I've been friends with people. You know, I've been friends with a lot of people, you know, from when I, you know, my previous duty station to the duty station I'm here at now, or like, I, you know, I got street niggas that I've been friends with, like, I'm like, they're my brothers that I've been through shit with on the streets and shit like that as doing fed time or dead or just like still there. And it's like, I, I'd rather be friends. Like I hold y'all like above like everybody I've ever been friends with in my life. I got a homie that I grew up with that his birthday literally the day before mine. We met when we was like seven years old, just turned eight. Fucking been homies like, you know, ever since. But it's just like I don't even think about when it when it comes to like think about friends and shit. I don't think about like nobody else but y'all. Primarily, you know, y'all two motherfuckers sitting, you know, right here because it's just like I've been through some shit with people, but I've been through I've had better days with y'all. Like, I don't think about the shit that I've been through, like, the you know, the hard times and shit like that I've been through with niggas that I know on the streets and shit like that or people that I deploy with. I think about, like, the shit we done done here because, it, it you know, this place, being friends with y'all ever since I met you and then I met Mike next, it was just like, you know, my life has been at ease, you know, hanging with y'all. Like we, you know what I mean? Like I go, you know, we go places and I'm the, I'm the niggas, niggas got to worry about out of everybody. You know what I mean? As far as like, I ain't with no niggas that's on some some dumb shit, gonna get us in some trouble, or you know, you know what I mean? Like, all either on the army side or they just out. You know, I'm I'm with a group of motherfuckers that I can literally live comfortable with. You know, we done took we, we done took trips together. We done you know planned shit together. We done done shit, and that shit that I I, I thought about, and I was like, in the long run, I don't want that shit to you know go away. We gonna we gonna you know we. What connected us was the military, and what's going to be hard to stay connected is us, you know, living in different places outside the military, but we still always going to, you know, hang out. We still always going to be like, hey, I'm flying to L.A. Oh, you know, we all coming to Colorado, or we, you know, we're going to take a trip to Texas and shit like that. I ain't never in my life playing none of that shit with nobody that I ever hung with. And, you know, like I said, you know, when, when things went sour for a little bit, I was just, like, fucked up about it because I was like, damn, you know. How can I make this right? You all, what well, was going through my mind was like, I, you know, it's hard to make make shit right. You know, what I mean, like, I done fell out with girls and shit. You know, fell out with a girl and just like you, it's easy to just to come back together. But it's just like it was, it was so hard for me. To, I just felt, I feel awkward every time we talk on the Xbox party. We don't have that comfortable conversation mm. because it's just like we never had a real conversation. What'd you say? 
Yeah, you know, and I hate it, it, it bro. We may be, you know, talking like regular in the game, mm-hmm. but in my, in my, in my heart, and then you know, my stomach was just turning because it's just like it ain't, it ain't the same because we, ain't, we ain't had no, we ain't mended things like how we supposed to mend things. You know what I mean? It ain't about like telling people who's wrong because, like I said, just how you feel, how I feel. It's like, bro, I'm not even thinking about that shit. I just want my, I just want my dog back. So, you know what I mean? So like it's it's crazy because like I was in the middle, you know what I'm saying? I was in the middle of both of y'all, and you know me, I'm like, hey, y'all brother, we supposed to be brothers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's me, you know what I'm saying? Y'all both can be, y'all both can honestly say like I had conversations with both of y'all, but the crazy part is, you know, I talked to Ike, you know, Ike is like far gone, but he's the most head, mm-hmm. like well, how, how can you say this? Like he's the most like level headed, yeah, out of literally all of us, you know. He's no and bias. No he's no not nothing. biased at all, and you know we had the conversation. And then, you know, after I talked to both of y'all, neither one of y'all wanted that shit to happen. And both of y'all, as much as y'all didn't want to say it back then, when it did happen, you know, y'all was both hurt by it. And then even even months later, you know, when, you know, you came out here and I also had the same conversation with Griff, you know, I was like, hey, you know, this, that. And y'all both wanted to talk about it. That's the crazy part. And I was like trying to like nudge y'all on the shoulders like, hey, one of y'all need to say something because y'all both want to talk about it. I know both of y'all want to talk about it. I can hear y'all responses. You know what I'm saying? You saying it's no apology and you saying like, yeah, hey, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, talk about it. But it's an elephant in the room. And I want to, you know, say, you know, I want to give a round of applause. We got to have a round of applause in here because like it, y'all two are the most prideful motherfuckers I know. And it's not good. Fuck both of y'all. All right. <laughs> but, you know, for y'all to come up here, you know, and, you know, you started off, you know what I'm saying? Like saying what you, you know, you started off like shows how much growth you feel me. And, and, and it's dope, you know, to see that because I didn't want to. I'm glad y'all had this conversation because y'all wanted this conversation. You feel me? I would have yeah. looked if I was looking outside the window, I, I would have been like, everything's good. That's how we play on Xbox. It, but I, it's. It's not even that, nah, I ain't going to say nothing unless he's saying, like, I literally don't come from that. Yeah. Like, VV telling me, trying to get me to talk about shit all the time, or, like, they be trying to get, like, I literally don't come from that. I, I'm i beefing with my own mama right now because it's like, I don't, we don't come from, like, oh, we having issues, we going to sit down and we going to talk about it. Like, literally, like, my mama bred that shit in me. It's just like, nah. fucking... Fuck that! Fuck that shit! Get over it. You know what I mean? Like so, but it, it, I wasn't even on that. Like that, that's what was the conflicting part. It was just like, I, since I've been in this environment, it's just like all these emotions come out of me. Where it's just like I want to do it, but this shit is is in my DNA to fucking not talk about shit and fucking hope that it blows over. But you know, as we, she didn't she didn't hurt me going at it with my mom. It was just like, but I don't want to be like that no more. I want to sit down and talk with my family and you know not have to because the only person I talk to in my family is my brother. So I'm gonna tell you something because I had this conversation with Sarno Delgado last weekend Saturday. I went Sarno Delgado house and we'll talk about this. We can talk about this on here or offline. It don't matter. But it's like how he, you know, what I'm saying his situation that he going through with his friend. Like you, you rather not. You know what I'm saying? Not be able to say goodbye. Or it's not even say goodbye, but yeah. tell somebody I love you. Even though y'all going through y'all differences and y'all, you know, y'all, you know, upset at each other, but 
you know, it's pride. You know what I'm saying? You a prideful motherfucker. What's your, what you say you are? Leo? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't like Leo's look. Y'all are fucking evil. And like, only reason why I say that because there were two Leo women that I messed with and they were fucking the worst women of all time. Didn't mean to say that. But, <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Yo, your pride, you, you got to be bigger than your pride, yeah. but because the shit that you holding, the shit that you holding in can hold you back. Yeah, you for sure. Me? And then it's not, it's not worth, you know what I'm saying, going through that. We all lost somebody before, you know, and wish we had the last chance to say, I love you. I couldn't even imagine losing somebody on bad terms. Yeah. You feel me? Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, my brother died in a car accident. Nobody, I didn't wake up and be like, damn, somebody going to die today. It wasn't like it was cancer. Like, we was predicting it. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to you gotta let that go, bro. Yeah. You feel me? I think to a certain point, the only people I got to credit to the situation is really, it's Josh. Because Josh was in the, in my ear after the shit happened, like, almost a fucking immediately. And after almost immediately, you know, I was stubborn. I moved away. I didn't care. I was ready to detach from literally, sucks to say, everything that had to do with Colorado. I was really, you know what I'm saying? I left the group chat. Um, I left the group chat. I was really ready to detach from Josh, Eric, Courtney, Ross, Trey, Flash, Wimbush. I was detached. I was ready to detach from everything because I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to New York. I'm about to progress my life. But the person that empowered me to have this type conversation was my nigga Rodney. And uh, it wasn't until recently, like I want to say like, month and a half ago and nigga Rodney told me straight up and he was just like bro like you know what I'm saying if, if that was your mans then you know what I'm saying like it, it's tough for me to tell you this but just have that conversation you know cause you know it was me you Remy whoever the fuck Uncle Willie son is it was me you Remy Uncle Willie son technically Josh and and Elroy yeah and Elroy so you know Elroy was there and he was like it's tough for me to tell you this because I heard what was said on both sides you know what I'm saying and y'all was both wilding but if that was your man just have that conversation and, and you know what I'm saying matter of fact this wasn't a month and a half ago you know what I'm saying uh, this was like three months ago and I was literally not really ready to come back to Colorado yet but a month and a half ago he told me you know what I'm saying like when I made the decision to come back he was just like you know what I'm saying you can't progress if that was your man's, you're just always going to be holding that grudge because he's like, if you're going to be hanging around with Josh, you're going to be hanging around with Eric, like Griffith's always going to be there and then it's just going to be that that space between y'all that like, yeah, y'all cool and y'all might ride for each other in that in that instant but after everything, all the dust settles after y'all done beating niggas up, it goes to y'all back being how the fuck y'all were. Like this conversation has to be, it was kind of necessary and that's what he told me and you know, I was telling Ross and Ross was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have that conversation because it's just, it is what it is. You know, Ross is just emotional, but. <laughs> very. That nigga Ross very. is just emotional, so Ross is just like, that's, that's something that he was like. One thing I'll never forget is when Ross said, Josh, you know better in terms of whatever the fuck he said to you. Because I'm not going to hold like, you. I'm going to be honest. Since we airing the room out, I felt it was your job. I did. I really felt it was your job to close that space. And even though you was communicating in between the both of us, I just felt like you weren't doing enough. And it wasn't until I met my shuddy that she explained that it wasn't. It really wasn't. And um, I like, I held a grudge against you to a certain point that I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, I just felt like that you, you know, I'm not gonna say knew better, but it would be civil if you just uh, handled it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, was, it wouldn't be no need for a, a sit down. 
and I was just like, you know, like I was telling everybody, I was telling Eric, Ross, Elroy, Elroy was the only one that was like, nah. Elroy was literally the only one like, nah. He was like, it's not his fucking job. Elroy was literally like, y'all men. Y'all can have that talk. But I always tell everybody, I was literally like, Josh is the median. Josh is the one that could be like, nah, y'all niggas is both tripping, shake it out, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? But I was telling niggas like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we both said wild shit, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? If it was between y'all, if it was between you and Eric, you and Ross, I would just be like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas is tripping. You know what I'm saying? I would be awkward about it. In the middle of an Xbox party, I always held that against you. And it wasn't until I met my shorty that she was just like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't listening to Elroy at that time. You know, I was listening. I met my shorty and she was just like, I explained the situation and she was like, nah, babe, you're fucking bugging. And I was just like, oh, okay, I guess. I, I was just like, I don't know, was it? I was just like, 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 I guess. Oh, like, the thing was, I, you left that day. And I remember we had a conversation about it because it was fresh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You was like, I don't want to apologize. Basically, you didn't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. I talked to him and he was basically the same way, talking about it, it don't matter, whatever. And then, you know, like, that's, to be honest, that's all I felt like I can do because, you know, y'all two grown men. And also, I'm not choosing sides. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all both my brothers. I'm in the middle of it, but I'm going to treat both of y'all the same. Of course. You feel me? And that's the whole thing. Like, that was my whole thing because I, I done been to in situations to where, you know, I was supposed to be the person, you know. That did it. That closed it up. Yeah. But I tried to be that person before, and it was like, you choosing sides. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want y'all to feel like that because I love both of y'all the same amount. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Y'all both my brothers. So I was like, you know, they, y'all gonna handle it. Y'all gonna handle it. I put y'all in Xbox parties together. You know what I'm saying? That was my part of closing it. That's and and, and like. sort of to pause you, the problem with the whole argument was that after everything, the whole falling out, we won the game. <laughs> <laughs> we won the whole fucking game. And it was just like, all right. And then that was it. After after we won that game, we all left the party, and that was just that. Like so, like I apologize to you. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I went out my way to treat you different. I don't feel like I never stopped answering your calls, answering your text messages. But personally, in my mind, it was just that. It was for for a little period of time. I would say like six months. Technically, it was really just like, you know, like Josh could be the fucking peacemaker. Yeah, you know. But honestly, you know. Shit, I thought you treated me normal. I did, but <laughs> in my mind, I always felt that as if she could go back to being normal. Everybody wants life to be normal. Yeah. Normal is just that. Yeah. I'm saying nobody ever wants to be more than normal. Nobody wants to be below normal. You know what I'm saying? Niggas just want shit to be normal. I never wanted to fall out. I don't speak about that. I never wanted to fall out with anyone that at a certain time I called my brother that I look out for them they look out for me I don't have to look over my shoulder when I'm doing wild shit because I know that they got my back see what I'm saying so even if I'm holding something against someone I I always try to act as if of normal it's just that but in my mind I always just felt like you know what I'm saying there was just always conversations I had with myself after we got off the phone or after we were done texting or after you sent me something funny or I sent you something funny it was just like damn bro like she could be normal, and you know we could still all be in the same group chat sharing that shit. See, what I'm saying it went from one sharing something to nine others to one sharing something with one, one sharing something with one. It was just all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like communication got like skimp, technically. Like, you no, know, a couple of people fell off, 
a couple of people are doing their own things and we're always going to be proud of them. But like as far as the people that were always here and around, it was just like spliced communication. Like you got to cut the shit off and just send the energy here, send the energy there, send the energy there. It's just always weird to me. So I just, that was just in my mind touch. But, you know, I, uh, I agree with how you just explained that because, you know, people don't know me and Eric fell off. You know what I'm saying? Me and Eric been roommates for like seven years. You feel me? Me and Eric had a big falling off, you know, and then we had the same conversation y'all having, but it was just us two. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you're right, man. The homies, we not as close as we was. You feel me? Everybody going different ways, but we all in the same area. You get what I'm saying? We all link up with each other. You know, I was happy for you to come back. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy, you know, Griff here. So I was like, yeah, my boy's here. You know, Eric Eric out doing, he in JRTC right now. But, like, you know, when I came back to Colorado, I wanted to come back to Colorado because all my niggas was here. You feel me? Just how he said, like, you know, I got homies that I don't even, I, ain't, I grew up with, but I ain't even talked to in years. You know what I'm saying? I only got, I tell people all the time, like, I only got one or two homies that when I go home, I talk to, you know, so. That's the thing, that's what I need y'all to understand because um, I was explaining this to my shorty. She was just like, you know, when I was back in New York, I was like, she was like, why don't you go out or why don't you hang out? I had to tell her, like, like y'all are it. And that was just that. Like, when I left New York at the age of 17, you know what I'm saying? Technically, <laughs> it's going to be funny, but technically I had to beg to be in the 10 out of 10. You see what I'm saying? When I left New York, I cut everything off. There was nothing I wanted there. There was nothing I, I never wanted to go back there. So when I started hanging out with y'all and then our friend circles start, started growing and shit like that, y'all was all I ever knew. You know what I'm saying? Until I met the noobs, I became a noob. Like, I know them, but I always kept y'all separate. See what I'm saying? Those is my niggas and, and y'all are my niggas. It's just as simple as that. And you know what I'm saying? When we had the falling out, I just felt so, in a sense, like, disrespected because I'm just like, the 10 out of 10 is the 10 out of 10. Like, we had each other since 2014. Way before the noobs. So even before then, is I'm always going to hold you at a higher standard. Like, I was never going to switch up and just say, fuck y'all and go hang out with the noobs. That's just that. Nah. So I always held you at a higher standard over the noobs because y'all was all I ever knew from my eight. I met y'all when I was 19 to 23 to 20 to 24. It's like y'all was all I ever had. So even when I went back to New York and niggas was like, yo, Mike Brown, yo, Mike Brown. Like, nah, bro. Even, like, even still, like, like, it's like different. That. Like, I don't know if y'all get the same feeling, and I think he taught saying the same thing, like oh, I was saying earlier. It's it's different. Like, we always say, like, we need to, like, motherfuckers need to see what it's like to be around us. Like, we need to be recording our, like, Xbox parties or just, like, us playing the game because it's just, like. Us doing like, like I said, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, us doing anything. We go out. Like, it's just, it's unreal. Factual, because and I see people, these niggas going, like, these niggas people, doing that, I, 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 or that other niggas that, like, be doing it, like, the, 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 the niggas be doing forced funny shit. And it's like, bro, if we really throw is, in a, a camera and live life, we would be the shit funniest niggas in the world. I, and it's just like, and it ain't no, it ain't no, like, we, we, we trying to, like, we bragging or we lying. Like, when I say, like, there has been some, like, off the wall, like I've, it ain't, it, it can't be nobody else doing, doing the same shit or talking about the same shit in the way that we have. They may be talking about the same su subject or being in the same situation, but it is not the same as the shit that we have done. 
What's that situation I'm off the I'm wall? I'm just say one, one thing and you can tell me if I say it. Oh, yeah. So, but that's, I that's, can say it? Yeah, I don't care. So, <laughs> this is an off the wall situation. I wasn't even there, but I heard about the situation. So, but it was. Hold on, oh, no, let me say it. I, I, let me, I, I, say I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Okay, okay. These niggas had some bitches on all fours. Barking like a dog. Oh, yeah, that nigga's <laughs> barking, barking like butt naked. Barking like dogs, bro. Uh, bro, that's an awful situation, bro. This yeah. nigga Mike, when 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 they when they when they caught Mike on camera with the makeup on his face, oh, <laughs> that yeah. was different. Bro, Courtney, yeah. Courtney walking through the sprinklers. Bro, if that like the Bruh. Saying, yeah. Like, uh, bruh. It's not even at all. Yeah, bro. The list goes on and as far real. as like the shit that we <laughs> have done. Like we then that's what I'm saying. It's like we've seen people go viral for less. <laughs> real, if we have real. at least 20 things a piece, all different stories where it's just like let the internet have seen that. Real quick, that nigga Courtney, first of all, I'm a, my nigga not here. He was drunk as fuck. And that nigga <laughs> We all took the sidewalk. He walked through the grass with the sprinklers. Don't know why, but he was fucked up that before we went to the club. You turned the AC on. That nigga <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. If there's anybody that can really go viral for being funny, I tip the hat to Flash. That's that nigga. That yeah. nigga is borderline stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like <laughs> and he will say some stupid ass shit and look at you dead in your eye. Like you wrong. <laughs> like, but, but, but that's the thing, bro. Like I was just saying, like we are, we are completely different, but the same, if that makes sense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like we all like just not, we just do shit. You feel me? Like how you said, if we had cameras on us all time, at all times, bro, we will be the funniest motherfuckers. We'll be hotter than that. What, no, what's the no 95 South shit. show? DC yeah, yeah. Like, bro. 85 South. 85, bro, we will be. Like, it's no, it's not staged at all. It's not staged, bro. Niggas just do shit. Yeah, it is funny. Bro. Like, our Xbox bro, Griff, parties be the. Just, our Xbox parties is funny. I remember when I first got back, this nigga hopped on my car. I wish <laughs> oh we would have. I God. wish we would have got the full video of that, bro. But this nigga hopped on my car. That shit was funny. He tried to leave me, and I hopped <laughs> on the side of his 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 uh, his step bars, and he thought that he <laughs> oh, had he thought that he had a roof rack on top of his truck, and fucking sped up, and I had to let go, and fucking I went for a ride. Hey, no, but then, uh, that's not even the wildest shit. I tell you the wildest shit. It's like niggas can go from comedy. To daredevil shit, okay? Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, all right? But this nigga, I get fresh off work. This nigga's like, yo, ride up to Denver with me. I'm like, nah, Griff, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. I'm not going. He was like, ride up with me. I'm driving. It's whatever. You don't got to drive. I drive there and drive back, right? I should have drove back, per usual, that I always drive back when we go from Denver. Oh, I forgot so about that So we go to part. the Nipsey Hussle mural. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's paying their respect. Everybody's doing their thing. Meanwhile, the, the wildest part is that this nigga... Niggas was telling niggas get out the parking lot. This nigga stepped on my head to stand out of his sunroof. <laughs> I was so pissed. I at had that a bottle. Point. I had a bottle of champagne to myself that night. I, Bro, I was so lit. That's for not no even reason. the part. Okay, so we leave the parking lot after this nigga's doing his own fiasco. 
So, and then, and then um, we're leaving the parking lot after the own fiasco. Yeah, the Apple John. And then um, there's there's two ways of traffic. Everybody knows this. There's technically niggas going north or south or east or west or whatever, right? So technically, I'm going to label it as this. Niggas were driving north and niggas were driving south. There was the side street, which we were coming out of the parking lot on. All this nigga had to do was make the right, okay? But no, all right? This nigga decides to make a right into oncoming traffic. I swear to God, there was a fucking bus at least two meters away from us. Yeah, city bus was flying down the street, and I was at it right towards This nigga tried to kill us. I'm going to tell you, you ain't been here. I almost died a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we were talking about that off air. That nigga was wild, you, bro. This nigga almost died, bro. This nigga literally, after he swerved from that oncoming bus, that fast. this nigga parked on the side street, looked at me and said, you okay? <laughs> I said, nigga, I seen the bus driver. I looked that nigga in his eye, okay? That was that. Like, we pretty close to that bus. Bro. <laughs> If that bus was going five percent, five miles faster, we would have fucking died. Okay. Oh no, bro. Hey, do I got him beat? On oh, the shit they have it in, uh, well, Denver too. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got him beat because fucking, we actually went into something. <laughs> we connected with something that day, but <laughs> that was different. I'm gonna tell y'all, The car was in sport mode. That was I'm, different. I'm gonna tell y'all, bro. Griff. Griff be having me scared, whether it's in the truck or the Hellcat. What this, I ain't gonna lie, he had me scared. This nigga in the truck, bruh. This nigga be in the truck. I remember one time when I first came back, we in the truck. This nigga is moving downtown Denver. You know, when people, every downtown you go to, people just randomly walk across the street. And when I tell you, this nigga is moving. This nigga is moving. I'm like, bro, just play. I'm in my head. You know, you know when you, somebody going so fast, you put your own brakes on in the passenger seat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm just like, please don't hit nobody, bro. But yeah, Griff, Griff is different when he, when he's driving, bro. But do we always make it? <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> but he's not a hit, boy. But if we comfortable with moving on from that situation, uh, the real thing that I wanted to get into, and it's good that we got somebody that's here that's out and people that's in, we got to talk about that. We got to readdress this Afghanistan situation. Bruh, I'm more so, so for people that everybody's tracking, but it's like we got civilian people that have no fucking idea. They're just going off of what they see on the news. But we are in this shit. Mike has been in this shit, so he knows. Like, so what we have done officially was uh, we've officially withdrawn from Afghanistan. We're out. We're gone. We're not completely gone because we're still, like, we still have a lot of, like, crucial shit over there. We still have our own aircraft over there, equipment over there. We still have soldiers over there securing shit. And we, we, we're we leaving. We will be gone. And that was a promise. We will be gone by I'll September be gone 11th. to November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gone. And everybody is acting like this is something that's new. Well, and it's like, bro, it, since I have... 
since before I even came in, like a year before I came in. And you can look this up. This is fact that we have been trying to withdraw from Afghanistan. Obama's Why? Yes. Why? Because it has been pointless for us to be over there. Yes, motherfuckers can say that, oh, we're over there. Like, they have resources that, you know, that's the real reason why we're over there. But that shit, like, the government has realized that that shit is not worth it. I mean, it's theirs. <laughs> it's not It's not just, it's, it's theirs. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we struck a deal with them. Like, hey, you know, we'll help you defend this country. Hold back fucking Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, whoever the fuck is trying to get in here and take over this country. But... Hey, y'all owe them. Y'all owe us them resources. We can't prove that, but we know that. Hey, we've been over there fighting this war since two thousand and one. Oh, you can prove it. Yeah, yeah, you can prove it. But we've been over. Nonetheless, we've been over there fighting this war since two thousand and one. And two weeks ago, let me see, a month ago, gas prices wasn't as high as they were. Yeah, they weren't. I literally paid seventy dollars to fill up a fucking Impala. Okay. Right? The nigga in charge fled the country. Where are the resources coming from? The Middle East. So so you got to... So it's a timeline of events. And it goes... It goes... (laughs) It goes before that. Fucking... Because that's what happened, like, just in Kabul. But it's not just Kabul. Everybody's thinking that, oh, they took over the... Yes, Kabul is the capital. That's why it's getting the most attention. But... For the past year, year and a half, they have been slowly but surely taking back Afghanistan. We just, it just ain't been getting news coverage. It has not been getting news coverage. Like, we've literally shut down everything and we've, you know, withdrawn from that country. And then their fucking president decided to flee the country with a bag full of money, uh, not to mention that. But he left. He left with so much money. They said he had so much money that he couldn't even take it all. That's what he was trying. He was trying to leave with all that shit in cash, and he abandoned the country. The problem is with that fucking country, and that people refuse to acknowledge or they fail into acknowledge is that that country is corrupt as fuck. Those people are corrupt as fuck, and it's and, and the reason behind it is because they're a third world country. You introduce money to motherfuckers that have never had it. They'll they'll do anything for it. Yeah, and and the thing the thing that I have a problem with is uh hold on I'm gonna go back. You said you know they didn't get as much is because you know it's just not being publicized like people don't know. That's what media does. No no no, it's been out there, but people ain't been paying attention yeah, to it. Yeah, because the news is really putting it's on your main screen it's on your instagram yeah, it's on yeah, your twitter yeah. it's on your tiktok that's why people know about it but like you said it's been happening obama it was happening since obama left we, yeah a lot of i us literally left. shut down a fob on my first deployment yeah and 2011 my first deployment and a week later that bitch got overran yeah. and destroyed we shut down three we shut down wilson we shut down front neck and we shut down Passat. How was that from that? And then we all shut we shut all them shits down. So it's like, you know, that's the job of the news is to create hype for the shit. Yeah. You know, because they want something to happen. But another thing too is like, what I don't understand from from people that's in the military. Like the new the new army, I'm not I don't give a fuck what they're talking about. These Cause they new, ain't been there. Yeah, they ain't been there. These new soldiers, I don't give a fuck. Even what if you ain't about. been there, because Mike hasn't been there, but Mike knows. Yeah. Mike knows. Everybody knows that's in the military knows what the fuck was going but on the over thing there is, for the past like ten years. The thing is, it's like 
if you are a vet, and I understand you feel one or two type of ways. So say, for instance, you know, they took somebody from you and you want to get get back. You're not going to kill that one, that whole country by yourself. And, you know, say if they did took some and say if you're on the other side where they took somebody from you and you're just like, look, we lost so many people. We lost so many people. I don't want to lose another. You know what I'm saying? Because you by yourself not going to beat that whole country. And you got to look at it that way. It's like we lost so many bodies, so many 18 year olds, so many 17 year olds that just literally haven't been through life yet. But they're why, saying- why would I want? For my country to Why would send, you want us to stay there to experience loss to, even more? To, yeah, exactly. To continue to experience and, and loss. people don't Be, care until it happens to them. Yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? And everybody's over there saying, everybody's saying that, oh, this war was for nothing. We lost all these people for nothing. But those are the same people that was over there. Fucking every time we go to deploy and we try to do missions with these fucking ANA, these Afghan police, ANA is Afghan National Army, and we nothing would get accomplished. They knew it was just a bunch of bullshit over there. Those are the same people that were sitting over there for nine months bitching and complaining. Why are we here? We need this is a pointless war. This is a fucking this is a war for profit. They, you know, this is the government don't care about the soldiers, da da this. But then as soon as we leave, why the fuck did we leave? We abandoned our, you know, our allies and stuff like that. Them motherfuckers wasn't my allies. I met some cool motherfuckers in the Afghan National Army, or I met some Afghan commandos, some badass motherfuckers that straight up kill motherfuckers. But that they don't outweigh the motherfuckers over there that are completely useless. Yeah. They refuse. It's, it's a lot of motherfuckers over there that will refuse to fight. That as soon as a gunfight break out, they take off running. I've even gotten shot at by the fucking ANA. I've killed one of those motherfuckers. I blew his arm off. I'm pretty sure he's dead because he was shooting at us. The thing is, too, though, it's like it's like I, I'm a, and yeah, I might get bashed for this, but you, you, I can relate. So when I joined the army, you know, people was like, "So I'm from LA, gang violence." There was, you know. You ain't never joined a gang. Oh, I'm in the biggest gang in the world now. It's the biggest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's the same thing as gang violence. Like, you know what I'm saying? You lost so many people that you want to keep going, but you realize you lost so many people that it's like, is it even worth it? You know what I'm saying? Am, am I using this right? Am I saying, do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but on the same tongue, outside of the war or the fight itself, Niggas is always going to find something to complain about. Niggas are not seeing the bigger picture. It's like, yeah, we can pull out, you know what I'm saying? Or we could go back in and we could lose thousands, hundreds of thousands of more people. But at the same time, we pull out the war and now niggas is leaning on Biden to be like, why am I paying $5 for 87? You see what I'm saying? Why am I paying damn near 10000 more dollars for a fucking diamond or, or, or just the simple resources that we get? The war is necessary for us to live the simple life. You see what I'm saying? When the war was going on, peak time, 2001 to, I want to say about 2012. I didn't have a car at the time, so I really wasn't paying attention. But I remember my mom driving by and gas prices was literally like 283 or something like that. Every time something goes wrong, something else goes up. See what I'm saying? We can pull out. We can take everybody out. We can get everybody home safe. But that's where inflation increases. And I'm going to argue with that. And the only reason why I'm only thing I'm going to say is that money. Yes. The dollar, the dollar worth, the worth, the value of a dollar is bullshit. But 
you know, that's the problem with people is because they value a dollar. They value that. And I'm not saying you at all. I'm not, I'm not getting at you at all, but people in general value, they will rather pay not, they will rather pay $20 for a full tank of gas than a soldier going over there to lose his fucking life. You know what I'm saying? And you know, a lot of people don't appreciate the military because we are we joined, I joined when I was 19 years old. I was fresh 19. I literally joined November. My birthday is in October. You know what I'm saying? So I was 19 years old, joined the army. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not a combat MOS, but it's like, you know, I, I've been there and it was a potential to lose my life. We literally don't even get paid enough. We put our life on the line and no disrespect to sports players, but they get paid millions to play basketball and which is amazing to entertain entertain. i get paid as a staff sergeant seventy thousand dollars and that's just to and i risk losing i risk family time i risk personal time i risk going to afghanistan and literally having a gun to put my life on the line for people you know what i'm saying so you you civilians the people that's never been in it are you looking at the bigger, are you really looking at the bigger picture? Is it money or is it, you know, this soldier's life is on the line or this person that goes over there could potentially get killed? If you get into a deep ass argument with a civilian that doesn't know shit, they're going to idolize your life, but they're just going to break their simple argument down around your family's taken care of. When in the real yep. life that they're really not, $400,000 doesn't equate to a life. No, but uh, but know. also fucking it's not just them too it's the it's the military side it's the motherfuckers that's just like you know I was like why do y'all want to be over there so bad and for one y'all complain about it but as soon as you know what do y'all like what is you you already know like everybody's like goal is like oh I want to you know go fight in the war and not all this it's, like bro why are you such in a rush to die the, or for other people to die for you to be as soon as somebody dies you know. It's all, you know, you blaming somebody else for it. It was like, this is what you wanted. This is war. Now, I'm going to give it to you. You wanted this. I'm going to give it to you. Some people are really like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people will really put their life, like like how we talked about earlier. Sergeant Stokes will really would have really put his life on the fucking line. And there's a, a lot of people that are like that. But well, they're, I ain't talking about but them. No, I'm no, talking but, about the but, motherfuckers you listen, know. Listen, like hear me that. out. But it's other people, you know, that would still put their life on the line but would rather not lose somebody else's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even imagine, and Sergeant Delgado installed this to me because the Outpost movie, he was there. And I can't even imagine if I go downrange, right? If I go to Afghanistan, that's considered downrange. If I go to Afghanistan, say, for instance, I'm not available to go on this mission to transfer these supplies to from Fab Pasab to Fab Frontneck. So... I'm doing inventories, but my soldier has to go or even reverse. If I have to go, whatever, I would feel like shit. You know what I'm saying? If my soldier or somebody I knew went on that mission and something happened to even if it's as much as fucking they lost a fucking toe. You feel me? Because just because they lost a toe, it's still mental that comes with that shit. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with me personally, my personal feeling is like if I went through that shit, because I'm not, I'm mentally strong as fuck, 
But if I went to the shit, like say for instance the shit you went through or the shit some other other homies went through, I will be mentally fucked up. So the best thing for me in Afghanistan, me personally, would be to die. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't handle that mental shit that a lot of people go through. I've been shot at before, you feel me? For no fucking reason. But it's still different. You know what I'm saying? If I haven't been shot at to where the person I was next to died. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that shit happens a lot of the time. But on the same tongue, I need people to realize and understand, all right, we're always going to be at war. That's step one, okay? In the 60s and the 70s, mainly the 50s and the 60s, we wasn't really fighting with nobody. You can't go back in that time and figure out who exactly the fuck we was fighting with other than ourselves. At that time, it was basically another civil war against the blacks versus the whites. You see what I'm saying? Two... Step two is that if the world doesn't know war, then the the world will never know peace. There is no peace if we don't have war. Yeah. There's always going to find, there's always going to be something for people to bicker about, bitch about, and complain about. Okay? And then the third step is the actual problem. This is a problem. It's a double-sided tongue problem. There's 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds in charge of the army. All right? That's the actual fucking problem. The problem is that them niggas have a voice. But the other side of that tongue that the problem is, is that this generation that's coming to to replacing them niggas is us. We some wild ass niggas. Think about this. And literally just well, sit we, there we got an opinion. We got an opinion. And that's the problem. Because if you think about it, watch this. The person that is going to be the president in the next 20 years is one of us. Do you yeah. think that we're going to be in a better spot that we are right now? No. Yeah. I, I honestly disagree. But you got you got people at our age that still, you know, think like, you know, that other way where they just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to follow my orders. I'm going to do, you know, do whatever yeah. I'm told. But, but the person that's going to be running the country that's in charge of... That's going to be that let person. Me tell you, is the niggas, the, they're in our group right now. Let me tell you, though, we are a very opinionated group. Problem. No, that is not the problem because you got to get voted in in order to become president. Gotcha. Now, and how many how many how many people get voted in off of bullshit that we've seen in the past? Which what? is true, but no, which is true. Obama but yeah, no, you're not wrong. But you know, I fucks with Obama, but I got him tatted right here. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, we are a very opinionated group. And the thing is, is that what these motherfuckers that that the something that they didn't have that we have is we have majority of the information. They didn't have the Internet. The motherfuckers. That's what I'm not going to lie. bro. my first time voting was this year. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I am 20, of it. I am 27 years old, and my first. I always was like, hey, look. Regardless, these motherfuckers ain't for me. <laughs> You feel me? So it don't matter. I wanted to vote for Obama, but, you know, I was too young to vote for Obama. So my first time voting was this year when Trump, when it was a, a Trump versus Hillary. I thought Hillary was the devil. I'm not going to lie. What they say, uh, they say, what the, <laughs> I didn't what? vote. I didn't vote because I thought it was the worst of two evils. But I swore Hillary was the devil. I swore that was, uh, what's that called? Jesus, uh, and the Antichrist. I'm not going to lie to you. But what I'm saying is that we have 
Google, we have fact, even though they take some of the facts off of Google, whatever, but we have more people that will be like, oh, y'all took the facts off? Don't worry. I'm going to say it publicly. You know what I'm saying? So it, I think it will be more peace with us because it's not even it's not even with us, with our generation and the generation, especially the generation behind us. They don't give a fuck about nothing but fucking <laughs> entertainment. They don't care. And that's the problem. The war, war is entertainment to a lot of niggas. Yes, not but really. We never, one thing I said, when all the dust settles from this shit, we'll never go to war. We, we ain't going to go to war with nobody else. Nobody's going to go to war with anybody. You're going to just have these little small country conflicts. And that's what we, like, look at, look at what's going on with Syria. You got on one side, you got the Russians fucking backing, you know, one side. And then you got the Americans backing one side. We even pulled out of that because we, you know, the world is too pussy to go with to go to war with each other directly. Afghanistan wasn't even a big country. We didn't even go to war with Afghanistan. We went to war with the Taliban. We we are not going to war. If it ain't the Taliban and ain't ISIS, who else is it? Mm-hmm. We're not going to war with another country. For one, we can't afford it. Two, fucking we. Times is different. This ain't the fucking World War One where we were just driving planes and shooting. You know. We, Technology is way up there. But, but the thing, the thing that I'm glad you said the thing about it was with World War One, we was the top motherfuckers. We was top. No, we dog. was not. Yes, Who was? Yes, we was? Who was? We technically lost World War Two. We didn't lose World War One. World War One, we was top dogs. We was, them niggas in World War we was top. Oh, okay, okay. We was, well, hey, we was out there big dicking. We lost. We technically <laughs> lost Vietnam, and we technically lost World War Two. But. We really didn't lose but nobody, but listen, listen, listen. It's like, it's like, would you go to jail right now and give up all your, you know, give up your ability to be on your phone and be on social media, give up your ability to, you know, go about freely and stuff like that? That's what I'm saying. They not, no country, especially us, is willing to fucking sacrifice so much to go to to go to war with a to go to war with another country. Let me tell y'all let me tell you how lame this school shit is. Uh, how niggas should pay attention. All right, America is pussy. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And Everybody's that, pussy. No, no, America is pussy. Technically we got bullied into World War 1 and technically we got bullied. We for sure got bullied into World War 2 and we for sure lost. We lost out of everybody. Okay. We didn't get bullied into it. We got antagonized. It. Well, we got yeah, fucking, we got you know. Into it. Niggas made us go over. They're going to be like, damn, you know, y'all just going to keep sitting there not so, doing nothing. And it was so, like, all right, well, exactly, guess we'll go do something. Right? So on the same tongue, niggas got to realize is that niggas don't really understand and niggas really only care about the American government. Basically, the world revolves around the American government. Niggas really don't know that. But on the other side, niggas don't know that Russia is technically a dictatorship. Niggas know that yeah. when Hitler was in charge of Germany and shit like that, that was the same shit. Putin is breeding these niggas the same way that Hitler was, right? So while we got all these opinionated ass motherfuckers over here in America, which may be good for us, Putin has these all these young motherfuckers over there just following his lead. It don't so matter. We, 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 we more advanced than them. No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. The only niggas fucking with us... Is Russia and China. Who are allies there? Russia and China. As far as nukes, Russia and China can destroy the United States of America in a matter of three minutes. Three minutes. 
we don't have enough defense systems to stop both of them. We can only stop one of them. The other them niggas. But them this niggas is what I'm saying. Box. You really think they gonna pull that trigger one day? Yes, nigga. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna tell niggas right now. I don't think niggas are paying attention. You know, I'm not that nigga that's out there that's that's like selling nigga shit. Russia's coming. Russia's you know, I really just thought about some movie shit. They was but, just like, you know, one day they woke up on some bullshit. I'm like, fuck it, we gonna wipe them off the face of this earth. We gonna become the new world order. The thing, Everybody the else thing. is gonna follow the our thing lead. Is, we lose if we if we fail. If the United States of America just ups and fucking fails because of somebody else's choices, we lose. Lose. We don't just lose. We fall off the face of the planet. And who's next? China. Who's next? North Korea. And then Russia. And Russia's not gonna stop with us. I, Russia, niggas know that there's, there's actually documents out here that Russia, Russia really doesn't fuck with China. Russia doesn't fuck with none of them Chinese niggas. Russia will no. fuck us up first because we're the only ones that can stop them. So the, Russia gets us going first, and then Russia, China's gonna side with Russia. China and Russia are gonna fuck us up. Russia's gonna take out China. Russia is literally the only other people that can actually take. So the, the thing, the thing is, so back to that World War II situation. It, I don't say it was antagonizing. It was building allies. No, but no, no, no. Not build, but, they not gambling on that because why but, they don't know if the rest of the world is down with that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we had to build these allies because you don't think they knew Russia and China now would be people. People, they are people that study this shit. And even back then, you know, they they understand like, hey, these motherfuckers are growing. And and so how we say, got my truck, my cup over there. <laughs> but how we say Russia and China, like, it's we are opinionated. But you got to understand, they are dictators over there. You feel me? Once you in China, what, at the age of 18, you have to join the army. You have no choice. We have a, what, point, uh, one point something percent of joining, joining the military. So it's like they have to do it. So it's like they're, they're, they're dictating shit, and it's like it's going to come to a point, and I agree. Like, so I feel, do, do, I feel like one— in a fight, though? I, yes. I feel like one of these days—I feel like one of these days— all these motherfuckers that didn't have problems with the army gonna gang the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And be like, nigga, we finna take the... They didn't let the GDs in the dough. That's what I feel like. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, but we so, we so... But I feel like Russia and China, I feel like they understand, not even understand, because they don't give a fuck about us, but I feel like they know Every not everybody is fucking you know. I, I feel like that's the only reason why. Because if we was a dictatorship, then they would have been attacked. But we they understand like, hey, everybody really kind of not in this. You know, everybody really not like this. But they, you know, that's why. But we can't afford. My bad. We can't afford to go to war with anybody, and we definitely can't afford, Nobody not even Russia, but we definitely cannot afford to go to war with China because, Nobody's doing nigga, they make shit. our guns. Nobody's going <laughs> to do it. They, they don't make our guns. Yeah, nah. They, you got to technically, no. No. You got to technically realize that. Uh, Who make our guns? They, they make that cheap-ass ammo that we used to use. Yeah. Which the, is why we stopped using it. Mm, the problem the problem that niggas don't realize, and sorry that I'm a, a, a history junkie and I'm not even a history major, is that niggas, re, niggas, the outside niggas, outside of the United States, every other thing that circles the United States realize that they need us. That's the only reason that they don't 
yeah. fuck with us, right? Yeah. Because so they they not as organized as we are. Exactly, but once like, they do get as organized as we are, and they can back it, like we could take, you know, what I'm saying niggas don't understand that New York City is literally a fucking, uh, a fucking control. It controls the world. It controls the monetary value of the world. Niggas take out New York City if they got something like Moscow to back it up. You see what I'm saying? And what niggas don't really understand is that. If niggas actually did their homework and realized, why do you think that the only war that was fought here was the Civil War? That's why, I mean, if you play Modern Warfare 3, you see that the the motherfuckers did a full-scale invasion on what city? New York City. Bro. And if you you watch the news, it just came out that the fucking, uh, the motherfucking police and motherfucking army is fucking training for a full-scale invasion of... What city? New York City. But this is the problem. Uh, to, to, they they training them to ha- be able to handle any event that happens in New York City. Mm-hmm. This is this is what niggas don't realize though. The only war that was actually fought on American grounds was the Civil War. Niggas don't actually understand or actually even bother to think about why. All right, the why factor is that the world actually signed a fucking treaty that no wars would be fought in America. That is the problem. When other people figure out how to control the monetary value of the world, them niggas. But they're not. What I'm what I'm telling you is look at look at what look at everything that goes on in the world. You can fucking it's it's somewhere in there America is tied into it. I feel like if you wipe America off the face of the map, fucking ain't nobody like damn, you know, it's boring here. They love this shit over here. Come on now. Everybody wants to and, and that's states. and that's kind of what that and that's I and I feel like that's what persuade what how America persuades people to get you know them that you know ally with them it's like listen bitch, fucking you gonna help us fucking advance this technology over here, and we gonna and make we you gonna social let, media famous. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we gonna let you live here. Y'all know why? Y'all know you why? Love, you love these white holes, don't y'all, you? Y'all know why people love America? Why people love America? Love America. Right, <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Black people. Give the mic back. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. We, we low-key run America. And and not when I say that, I'm saying... We as far run, as influences. Influ- as far as influences. We influence America to do... Damn near everything they do. You didn't see fucking Joe Biden go and talk to basketball players. You know what I'm saying? You, but Obama with the basketball players was at the games chilling. You feel me? We influence a lot of things in America. So they'd be like, that is cool. And then also, you know, we, we, we are very opinionated and we get, we, we're not a, we're not a dictatorship. We're a democracy. You know what I'm saying? So we we get to say whatever the fuck we want. That's what a I'm lot saying. of people in in that's China. How they, that's how they swing that. Though. You know, it's in like, China there are 36. I don't even want, I don't even want to spell the number, but basically there's one there's one woman to every four men. Niggas die in China without getting pussy. Imagine that. That's your dragon. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you probably be fucking on the same bitch, man. Niggas do that in No. One. Vagina. There's more more women in America than men. It ain't even that. Bottom line, like I said, they they look over here on this fucking this part of the world. I'm like, it's fun over there. They see they see freedom, but the yeah. freedom the freedom they see freedom, but they don't see freedom 
as black people. You get what I'm saying? They see freedom because people that come here are usually not black. You get Africans, whatever, but they don't see freedom as black people. So they see freedom, they be like, oh, you can do whatever you want. But, you know, when black people come here, you think, oh, you do whatever you want. But it's not the same. It's kind of tough saying that black people are influential. You can, you can, and I might be wrong in saying this, but it's, it's, it's sort of the same thing I'm saying, so I'm not wrong. I wouldn't say black people are necessarily... They are. All right, I'm going to switch it up. Black people are influential, but without our black culture, there would be no outside world. Niggas really wouldn't want to be here. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to... That's, yeah. that's what I so was I would say, to say, but I didn't know how to say it. I would say black people are influential, but if you like, yeah, if you take our culture away, there is no actual freedom. Niggas really don't look to a, a TikTok famous white person and say, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I want to do that, or I want to be like that. Niggas see a I black mean, some person... Do. Some do. I'm not going to say anything. Niggas ain't gonna see no nigga putting motherfucking half-inch lifts on his truck and be like, damn, I want that. But the thing, the thing... Niggas gonna see a nigga with like 10,000 diamonds on his neck and be like, oh yeah, that's nice. But the thing is, they they do see these, you know, white people, and I love all white people, let's get that disclaimer out of here, but usually the white person that's doing it took it from a black person. (laughs) Who's that nigga, Elvis Presley? Niggas know that nigga's story. All right, that nigga was a thief. And I ain't gonna say this, but hey, uh, that man died. So, uh, thank God. Um, <laughs> fuck out of here, niggas. Niggas been stealing shit from black people all the time. But at the same time, niggas gotta understand the the level of freedom. Like in North Korea, niggas don't have the opportunity to go on their internet freely like we do. That's so, that's the shit that they value. They don't value the the shit of us walking down the street. Like them niggas got Burberry and shit over there in North Korea. They just they just don't have the access to the outside world. Like niggas know you need more than a passport to go to North Korea. Yeah. Like you literally need a imagine sign watching, off from that uh, nigga Jim. Uh, imagine watching Ooh, and listening to so, everything so, by North Korea. You so know what I mean? I was we was just talking about this like last wild and out Korean is, style. I listened to this podcast from this lady who was from North Korea and she was explaining how it's built and. They get starved. They they literally came there. Um, how she was explaining it, and they came there. And I don't believe everything I hear because I had an argument with my lieutenant. Like, what if North Korea is a paradise? You know, but we just you know. But I don't believe everything I hear. But how she was explaining it is, I don't think North Korea is a paradise. How she was explaining it is like they came, they starve them. They start if you're not in like the top, if you're not one of those families, they starve you. Now. They came and took all their dogs and killed them and took them so they don't have nothing to eat. So all they can eat is like basically the shit, not even the shit that they grow. You feel me? They have to literally eat like plants and shit like that. And so she came here and she went to Chicago during the fucking protests and some lady stole her bag. And she was like, you know, she was just tripping. I called the police. She said they called her racist. You know, and I get I get where she was coming from, but she was like, basically, y'all are complaining about racism here, but they literally starve us. Now, everybody's story is worse, but you have to understand this is what we grew up in. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, it's worse over there. And I would hate to be over there in North Korea. I'm not going to lie. I'm two but, feet taller than everybody but over the there. System, I beat the shit out of everybody. The system that we were supposed to be in, the system that's supposed to be free, is not free. So that's the part that we are arguing. The system that's supposed to be equal, justice, all that type of shit that we are fighting, that we are arguing, 
it's not equal injustice for everybody. It's equal injustice for certain people. So I think certain colors. certain colors. So I think that when she made that podcast, you know, she didn't understand why, you know, the situation. Like, yes, somebody grabbed your bag. Yes, they called you racist. But whatever, you know, they were fucking wrong. And from the story she's telling, I agree with her. You get what I'm saying? But being here, even as uh, from Korea, one of the fucking people that Americans can't stand, you still get it better than black people. You still live your life completely different than a black person. You know what I'm saying? So she don't understand that. But we here do. Like, it was a quote. It was a meme that was like, you know, once I, not a meme, but it was a video. It was like, you know, basically he was walking through and everybody was like, thank you for your service. You're a fucking hero. And then, you know, basically he took off his clothes, put on some jeans and a shirt. And it was just like, you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? You're nothing. You get what I'm saying? Like we are black people that signed up for a lot. My granddad signed, uh, you know, went to the military and it's just like, once you take off this uniform, nigga. You a thug. Let me tell you something. Else. Let's switch the conversation. All right. Nigga, we are at two hours. Oh, we are? Niggas been talking for a minute. Let me switch the conversation for y'all. All right? Because we getting knee deep in this motherfucker. Y'all ever seen that white boy Rick real story? White boy Rick? White boy Rick, right? Y'all ever seen the real story? Not the actual, like... You know what I'm saying not the movie, right? Who's All that? right. Who's that? So it's a nigga from Detroit that the FBI implemented into black niggas, right? Let me tell y'all something. Y'all know where I got the name Axel from, right? Yes. Where'd I get it from? Beverly Hills Cop. Right? Y'all know who Eddie Murphy boss was? Never watched that stupid ass show in my fucking life. <laughs> Are you fucking nuts? Don't disrespect me in my hood. Yeah. It's. I don't know, like shit ass. Episodes. It's kind of ass, bro. You 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 remember who Eddie Murphy boss was, right? That little skinny black nigga. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Let me shock the world. That nigga's name is Gil Hill. Okay. At a certain point, that nigga Gil Hill was a congressman in the city of Detroit. He tried to have white boy Rick killed. It's a white nigga that the FBI implemented into the 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 cocaine dealers in Detroit. But then the FBI just cut that nigga off, right? So this nigga was like, the FBI introduced me to this life, so I'm going to continue to sling drugs and shit. But the FBI really wasn't backing this nigga no more, so eventually this nigga got caught up. You see what I'm saying? Right? So when that nigga got caught up, he was like, nah, I had FBI sources backing me up. You know what I'm saying? They implemented me into shit like this, but the FBI was like, nah, we don't got nothing to do with that nigga. See what I'm saying? So now there's that nigga from Beverly Hills Cop that was Eddie Murphy's boss, right? That that you would think that's just a regular nigga trying to be an actor. You need to watch Beverly Hills Cop. It's a really funny ass movie. One, two, and three. Okay. And then this nigga Gil Hill was really out here trying to line niggas. You gotta watch the documentary on Netflix. And also, let me switch the conversation again. Y'all know why the malice in the palace started? Oh my god, what? Are you cultured, my nigga? It's supposed to be a Netflix series on there. It too. is. I need y'all to watch that. That's but in the palace. The, the, when Ron Artest went into the crowd and started beating niggas up. Oh, yeah. When he punched the wrong nigga, and now that nigga's a millionaire, but niggas don't know that. I know that. All right? So the malice in the palace started because of one nigga. I don't remember his name, but it was the point guard on the Pacers, right? 
The Pacers were beating the fuck out of the Detroit Pistons, and it wasn't supposed to go like that. Everybody thought that the Pistons was going to win. It was a big game and shit like that, right? So the point guard on the Pacers went up to Ron Artest and was like, you can get your foul now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then that nigga Ron Artest was like, okay. And then he went and fouled that nigga Ben Wallace. You see what I'm saying? And then the problem is that niggas don't realize is that Ron Artest punched the wrong nigga. <laughs> okay. Is his name uh, Stephon Wimbush? <laughs> you childish, <laughs> bruh. That nigga Bush did knock, <laughs> he did knock out the wrong nigga, bruh. That's some sick ass shit. That was some malice in the palace. I, I've never seen a nigga punch a nigga and get to the front door with ease, bruh. The nigga was literally in his car and gone by the time that nigga was standing up. How, bruh? I was standing right there, bro. I was there. He punched the nigga, knocked over three niggas, and was in his car before the nigga he punched was getting up, bruh. That shit is sick. But yeah, bruh. I need black people, okay, to inform yourself. There are documentaries out there, okay? But the documentaries is not always going to tell the truth. I was going to say that, yeah. Go out there and get the information on life, okay? Because niggas actually know. Not niggas, but people know. The FBI and the CIA killed Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. We know this, okay? But niggas don't pay attention to it. There's so much shit that we can do in the world with information, but not enough people care, Yeah. okay? If we all cared enough... To spin shit around, I'm not saying we can actually shut down shit like the FBI and the CIA. We can't. But we can implement change. That's all we need to do. The problem is, Obama was by himself trying to implement change. But niggas don't know. If you watch the documentary on Obama, he was one of the wildest presidents America ever had. Yeah, look up the uh, look up Operation Fast and Furious. Bruh, that nigga Obama was really out here just dropping bombs on niggas just because. Niggas was trying to like niggas don't know that nigga like the the uh is it the House of Chambers House of whatever the Senate was actually trying to bring Obama up on charges for dropping bombs on like civilian motherfucking populations in Iraq and Afghanistan, but niggas don't pay attention to that because they'd be like fuck it we had a black president no this nigga Barack was in there walling okay they gave that nigga the Oval Office and he was just like fuck it. I feel or I'm getting information that niggas is here and they're not here, so let me just go drop a bomb. Like, he wasn't dropping nukes, but he was dropping some hefty shit on niggas. And then sending them niggas that you could walk past on the daily, you know what I'm saying? Them niggas is probably in some Wrangler jeans and a blue t-shirt and some cowboy boots and a motherfucking fitted cap. That was really fucking like that. See what I'm saying? He's sending them niggas in there and be like, oh, clear this motherfucker. And all you see is nothing but civilians on the floor. Niggas don't know information. You got to pay attention to information. Barack Obama was one of the wildest presidents niggas ever had, but niggas don't care because he's black. Okay? I get the black part. But that nigga Barack was wilding. Okay? Why you think that nigga had so much gray hair? You got him You got a wild nigga tatted. You might as well have got Hitler tatted. Because right? <laughs> that nigga was tripping. All right? But... So, so I'm glad you brought that point because it's a point to where, like I was talking about North Korea, like I was having this conversation with my lieutenant and I was like, man, what if, what if it's just a thing that they are telling us like North Korea is a terrible place, but it's like Wakanda, you know, like what if, 
What if the, what if that's the case? Not like Wakanda, but you know what I'm saying. But what if Korea is a really good place? But but the thing is with with how we live is like, bruh, there are people that really push the narrative. You know what I'm saying? That will literally give you a fake story, a fake ass story. CNN, Fox. If you want to watch some real news, watch uh, BBC. Pause. Whoa. That's what it's called. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, okay, but <laughs> like what? That's why I said whoa, pause. But like, it's it's really some shit, you know, that where like, nigga, the media pushes everything. Niggas would rather, and I'm I'm one of them, and y'all know me. I read books, but like, shit, a three minute video. Is better than a fucking a three day book, you know what I'm saying? And we're all like, not we're all, but a lot of us are like that. And media will literally influence the population to where they, it's crazy because like they will influence something. And say for instance, like if they heard the other, we are really one sided. We only listen to what the fuck America says. You know why? Because America only allows us to go on 10% of the internet, the world's internet. So we don't have access to all that other shit. So it's like, your phone died, but it's like we don't have access to it so we only could believe what we see. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same thing as growing up in the hood. You only see niggas that's making money that's doing this, this, and that. You feel me? You don't see niggas that's like, you don't see the accountants. When the fuck do you see an accountant? Have you ever met a fucking accountant in the hood? Have you ever met a business? A yeah, it's business? called the nigga that's on account. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever met a business like fucking, I don't even know what the fuck to call them, but like, you know, you don't meet those people. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the media controls, you know, a lot of shit. So we are like really confused on a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? To where that it's like, oh, this is all we see. This is all we know. And that's natural for people. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just want to tell people personally, like, read a book about some shit. And I'm going to get better at reading books, and y'all already know I read. But, like, I need to start reading more books about different shit, if that makes sense. Like, the shit you guys talking about. Like, you told me you read a book, or I think you seen a documentary on the shit that you found in Afghanistan. Not found, but ran across in Afghanistan, right? Oh, you talking about uh, the the reason the why we man, started the start, white man's burden? Yeah, the reason why we start and, and and it's just like read a book, but the thing also is like you you get to that point to where you don't know what the fuck to believe. Like I'm at that point in life where I don't know what the fuck to believe, so I'm just living my fucking life because I can't trust a politician. You feel me? But I you also pay like nowadays you pay attention more to that shit because before. Like some shit pop up on the news, or you hear some shit. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they talking about. I'm not. I don't listen to that shit. But now, like this whole thing that's been happening, and it's not just because it, you know, it affects me. It's just like literally, you can watch that shit and be like, that's a fucking lie. I think it's more. Or so, that's the truth. Like, I think we we began that when Trump came president. Yeah, you. It, that's exactly what I said. That's one thing I give to him. That motherfucker made me watch the news a little bit more than what I was. Yeah. Because like I said, I, I I it was some shit that they was posting. Oh, uh, Taliban's and and uh, has now has control of one of the uh, 
the biggest um, sources of lithium deposit. And I'm just like, that ain't even nowhere near true. Yeah. The number one in the in the world is Chile. And then there's like fucking, and I can only find articles on like the top six. And I was like, they're nowhere near close to that. You know why they're saying that? It's because, Pushing yes, that they're it. sitting on lithium, but it's easy for us to get that shit. Yeah. Afghanistan is just a war-torn country with no fucking stable government and just a bunch of corrupt motherfuckers over there. So that's that's where I said that's where those deals came from. Where it's like, hey, y'all got some resources we want. Yeah. We'll we'll give y'all you know a million dollars to them. They rich for life. We're like, hey, we'll give y'all a million dollars if y'all let us up in here and you know take from that shit. We can't roll up in Chile or none of these other countries that are sitting on you know you know large amounts of fucking lithium. And fucking because they'll stick together, they'll stick together. Yeah, well, no, no, no. They'll look at us like we're wrong. Yeah, but the thing we can hide behind in Afghanistan, like, hey, we hunting Taliban, we hunting ISIS. That's why we here. Yeah, we ain't got no reason to roll up in Chile other yeah. than like, hey, we you got something we want, and then and I'm that, taking that's that. the thing. Whoever's pushing the negative, whoever negative, whoever's pushing the narrative, the biggest money people would literally do. And we who who did I talk to about this? I talked to my boy King. People, and we look at social media like this as well, people would do any fucking thing for some fucking money. You yeah. seen you seen motherfuckers go and literally do the most ignorant shit to get YouTube famous yeah. to get some fucking money. And it's just like, bruh, when does... And we forgot about that. It was like, motherfucker, I was like, damn, motherfuckers really do for whatever for some money. And I was like, damn, there's a point in time where I used to make a crackhead dance for $2. Yeah, you a different nigga. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Y'all looking at it on the lower scale. Back to, I'm going to revert back to probably about a fucking hour ago. I just remembered it. On the money scale, right? Like I said, Russia and China are allies. Who do we borrow most of our money from out of those two? Who do we owe money to is what you're saying. Who do we owe money to, right? So why is China not going to back Russia? Because we owe money to Exactly. So if Russia knows that they send some shit over here, we could defeat that and wipe them niggas off the face of the planet. China's not going to back them because it's just like China wants their money because they want their money back. And that's, that's and that's a, we're never going to ever. The problem is that China doesn't realize that we'll never be able to pay them niggas back. You see what I'm saying? But they just feel like just because they we as long as I owe you money, you never go broke. Hey, Again, as long as I owe you money, you'll never go broke. Exactly. <laughs> you sick, bro. So I'm saying, I hate when that motherfucker says that shit. So, so China know, like, damn, if I if I really help Russia fuck America up, then I'm really probably like China will fuck around and go bankrupt yeah. if they fuck us up. But like saying? I said, we're we, uh, we gonna wrap this up. But my thing is, what I'm saying is the reason why. You know, everybody's not paying attention to. And Joe Biden said it himself. And for the past three administrations, they've been saying it. We Like, how are we expected to fight for a country that ain't willing to fight for themselves? Exactly. Two, how is it that y'all want us to keep dumping money into this shit? You, you know the reason why Kabul went so fast out of all the places? Why it went immediately, a couple days, without, like, any fights, gunfights breaking out? They wasn't getting paid. The A and A, all the 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 people at our level, they were not getting paid. They, they it's a known fact. They, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but the moment fucking 
somebody wasn't getting paid over there, those Afghans, they literally stopped working. Then literally that same day. And that's what they they said that they hadn't getting pay, they hadn't been getting paid for months. They said that we was giving them money to pay their soldiers, but at the soldier level, they was like, we ain't got a paycheck in three months. So, of course, we going to run the fuck away when these motherfuckers show up. What the fuck? I ain't got paid. What the fuck? I'm going to die for free? So, and I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to bring that to, to Mike's point about the gas thing. People are mad about gas, but the people that are mad about gas get that income tax every year. The people that's not be like, you know, I got to pay taxes on this motherfucking war. I'm glad they fucking done with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like we we looking at it on it's it's like we we seeing it on different scales. Everybody sees it different. You know what I'm saying? But the people uh, us that be like, shit, we got I got to like now it cost me when I first came to Colorado, it was $60 to fill up my truck. And that's on 91. You feel me? Now, I, I, I look at that pump. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go, I, I, I'm pumping 91 and then I'm hitting 85. Like, after that, like all right, now, God damn it. That's enough. Hold on, I got, I got about 60. Look, I'll make it to work for the next week and a half. You feel me? The five days, I'll put 20 in it. You feel me? But we all looking at shit. And that's the problem with, with America because we... None of us are on the same page. You got different scales yeah. of life. You get what I'm saying? Like me, I'm in this real estate course, right? And I'm like, damn, these niggas doing a lot to not pay taxes. But then I'm like, when I get money, when they say they like charge you 22%, and I was like, 22% ain't that much. 22% is a lot of fucking money if you make it millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? It, it, even if you make it millions, you'd be like, that 22%, it go to something else. And that's just federal. You feel me? <laughs> that ain't even state. That's why niggas live in Texas. They built their businesses in Alaska and for, fucking Florida. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but the people that, that really suffer, I'm going to tell you the people that really suffer when it comes to taxes, is fucking upper middle class, your doctors and shit like that, because they don't know no fucking better. Millionaires, they got the game packed. Mm -hmm. They over here like, oh, anything is a tax write-off. I go to lunch, tax write-off. I buy a car, tax write-off. I buy a fucking boat, tax write-off. I go to the strip club. I go to the strip A strip club can be written off on your fucking taxes. Mm -hmm. Little do y'all know. I'm going to tell y'all one thing. Y'all motherfuckers blowing bags. Y'all PPP loaner motherfuckers need to get an LLC and make this strip club and <laughs> write that shit off on your taxes. And, and, but the, what, what I'm getting back to is that we we are all on different levels of shit. We see at the lower class, we see shit different than the middle class. The middle class sees shit different than the upper class. And the upper class sees shit different than the upper, upper class. You know what I'm saying? Them billion dollar niggas. So if we was all on the same page, we, we probably would be thinking the same thing. But we don't. We are all completely different. And we, a lot of us, majority of us are money driven. You know what I'm saying? Would you, would you, so let me ask y'all a question before we end this podcast. Would you trade your morals for money? If I can give you $7 million, I seen this. Depending on what type of morals am I compromising? Okay, so for some for some people, that's the question. So if I can give you seven billion dollars, both of you, seven billion dollars to what? 
I ain't gonna say me because y'all, I already know what y'all gonna say. I hope I know what y'all gonna say. <laughs> but a random person on the street, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you your most hated NCO or soldier, and I'm gonna give you your most hated NCO. Because I already know how you, I know how you feel. Seven billion dollars to make a false allegation. Ah, uh, seven billion. <laughs> Tell you straight up, that nigga Sarn Gibson going to jail. <laughs> that nigga could suck the skin off my dick. Fuck it, nigga. Seven billion dollars, nigga. I'm what? 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 Yeah. What? That nigga is gone. But you gotta, you gotta ask the question too, because like I said, a lot of motherfuckers is sitting here talking about what they would do, in, you know, in the military with this war or da da this or how much they sell pro army and they gun hold for the army. Ask them motherfuckers, would you do this for free? Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you get into a different set. Ashley's no, 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 Ashley's motherfuckers, would they do this for free? No, 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 no. Not just fucking serve in the army. Serve for all this bullshit that we go through. No. And go fight in a war and potentially die for free. Because in in our contract, if we don't get, if there was something that ever happened, ever in life, to where. The U.S. Army doesn't get paid. We are still under contract to where yes. we have to do and, this shit and, for free. And, and how many government shutdowns have you been in for? And you heard everybody as soon as they talk about not getting paid. Hey. Oh, fuck this. I'm hey. out. Every four years. Every three years. Every time it's a government getting ready to be a government shutdown. Every All these motherfuckers that's so gung-ho for the Army. So gung-ho for us being over there fighting for this shit. They be like, oh, I'm quitting. Hey, you I'm know going, what? Hey, hey, let home. me tell you something. Let me tell I'm you not something. getting paid. I'm not something. coming to work. Let me t- oh, you don't love this shit so much more. Let Do me you. tell you something. That's probably the best question I've ever heard you ask in life. That was a you good one. You know where I got that question from? Kiros. Because he was right. the same way. He was the same way. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers used to talk shit to us, be like, da da da, this, like, oh, army, this, army, that. Would you do this for free? If if we was to do this for free, there would be point zero zero one percent. Y'all niggas will never not get paid. Yeah, even yeah. if it wasn't y'all. a no, no, no. I'm saying Stay, take even no. if you were getting paid, take that check and give it away. As soon as it hits your bank account, withdraw all that money and go throw it at fucking the homeless or do something else with it. But none of it goes to you. The only thing, the only thing that you getting is fucking free room and board. You you stay in the barracks. You go eat at the chow hall for free, and all your all your um toiletry shit taken care of. But you don't get to. You have no money to do nothing else. You live on base. That's it. Would you do it then for free? And you hear a lot of motherfuckers ain't got shit to say after that. Nah, fuck. And I'm like, no, no, no. If you didn't have a family, no, the fuck your family. I'm talking about all these single soldiers. Or if you didn't have a soldier, would you do this for free if you ain't had no kids? So I got a, I got a, and I'm glad you asked that. I got a very patriotic lieutenant. And I can't wait to go to work on Monday and ask him this question. <laughs> You know, he said, I turned out uh, all these jobs worth the 200000 a year. Da, da, da. And I want to go. I'm, I'm so ecstatic to go to work and be like, hey, sir, let me ask you something. You like this? All this bullshit. No, You got to go down the list. 
Fucking all these little pointless ass meetings, all this last minute shit that comes down, fucking all this fucking, <laughs> hey, barrel count every fucking day, all this last minute task that come out free? of nowhere. You love the army so much. Would you do, would you, would you subject yourself to this bullshit for free? Because we got to understand, we all know a lot of shit in the army is a bunch of fucking bullshit. A bunch of fucking bullshit that some. It's niggas that went viral for mopping concrete in yes. the rain. Yes. I've had a motherfucker yeah. on extra duty mopping concrete. I, I made somebody do that. In the rain. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even that. Just fucking, I just had to send my soldiers to the range out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, we need somebody to go out in the range. They only going to be here for 24 hours. Next day, oh, we're going to need them to Friday. Mind you, this is Tuesday night. Like, it, it, it ain't a bit, it ain't that bad, but it's just like, would you. That shit happens on a consistent basis. Ask a motherfucker. All these motherfuckers that sit here and bitch and complain, but they still get a check. Be like, oh, but then turn around and be like, oh, you know, this is the this is the best thing I'm serving my country. Da da. This would you do it for free? I'm I'm gonna tell you something about me, and this is keeping a buck. Hell no. You Why do me? it for free when you can do it for a fee? Hell no. I'm gonna <laughs> tell y'all something. When I joined, this was and this is me being honest, and I tell everybody this. Like I wasn't a patriot. I actually hated the military in high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, shit, it was a way out of my community. So I did it. You feel me? If, if, exactly. If, if, niggas be like, hey, uh, the army is volunteer with no pay. Because the army is volunteer. But the army is volunteer with no pay. Oh, hey, yo. Boy, let me see you with the uh, living pepper steppers. Living pepper steppers. I'm stepping. <laughs> and they, they have to bring back the draft. All the black yeah. people in the army, if niggas wasn't getting paid, oh, it's GGs for a lot of niggas, bro. Yeah. Niggas is getting brought up on all kind of charges. But niggas, niggas in the army only value the check in a certain way. Like, I said it backwards, but, like, if niggas wasn't getting paid, there's a lot of niggas out here getting beat up. Like, oh, so, sorry, Gibson. Sorry, Miller. All right, Captain Brashinsky. Oh, I'm fading niggas oh, to the black. I'm oh, telling niggas right oh, now, bro. First Sergeant Bordano. No, 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 no. It's that. It's my nigga. First Sergeant Sean Miller. Okay. <laughs> I was fading that nigga to the black. I'm telling niggas right now, bro. And it ain't even that. Like now, and then the the other thing too is like you know why everybody's losing their motherfucking mind. The ones that's in the military. Cause look at it like this, bro. Like, we've been in this shit for 20 years. That's all everybody who's been in knows is Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Now that that shit's over, all these motherfuckers that's so, you know, pro-army and down for this shit, they, they you know, two years, two years from now, when all they have done over the last two years is just go to the field and train and come to work and deal with dumb shit, you really think they're going to stay in and do that 20? But that's when, and you know what I think the army's going to do? I think the army's going to up that retirement. You remember how they upped it from 20? From twenty to like twenty two. No, 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 no. But, go, but the, no, no, no. Now that there's no war, you know, all we're doing is like training. We're not gonna need as many people. Now you're gonna see promotion points going sky high for everybody. Promotion points is high as fuck for fucking infantry. But it's not gonna. It, it can't. It don't go sky high unless we at war. If we not at war, we ain't got enough money to pay these motherfuckers. That's why I'm saying retirement. No, bro. Like I'm telling you, they they gonna bring that back where it's just like listen. We ain't got no re-enlistment options for you. Fucking, we'll allow you to retire. They're going to bring back that 15-year shit. I don't think so because they don't have enough money to pay for that. Why pay for all? 
Why pay all these motherfuckers to get promoted to Sergeant Major? Sergeant I'm class, not. That's what Sergeant, I'm saying. Listen, listen. That's why pay for all these people? Why pay? Why pay for all these people to get promoted if we not even going to war? We don't have the money to. Josh, I just told I'm a, I'm on the same page as you. I said that shit's going away. Oh, you but, said uh, no. what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying he, that fucking. He, hold on, hold on. Talk about it. He said no. He disagreed with me, right? No. Listen to what I'm saying. This war is over. All these people that are in right now that fucking love the army. You think they're going to love this shit two years from now when no. all they're doing is training and going to the field for no purpose? It's, it's not, it's not, they're not training for a purpose. They're not training to, to deploy and use their skills in war. All they're doing is, it's motherfuckers that's tired of that shit now. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they going they going to. The 20 years, you know how it's 20, it, it was 20 years for retirement. You can still retire at 20 years, but you're going to get a percentage of your, what you call it. Now, if you, it's like what, 23, 26 years to get a hundred percent, you know what I'm saying? Of your, of your full income that you were making as whatever rank you get out of. Yeah, but you, you, you don't, you're not going to see these promote, it's going to, they're going to up their retirement. Like you have to do you know, this many years and you're not going to see as many promotions. Why? Because we're not at war. Well, we that's don't... what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like we, we talking about the same thing, but we talking about different things in the same conversation. They're going to get the fuck out. Yeah. All, all of a sudden this shit ain't worth it to them no more. Yeah. But the thing about it is it's always going to be a problem for them, not y'all. Yeah. So technically, right. All right. So me, Ross Elroy, me, Ross Elroy, Courtney is the four people on this. It's Bush, it's, Bush it's, and, and Flash. Flash. So flash. So all five of us, it takes maybe twenty y'all to pay us. Where does that money come from? And the government shut down. When the government shuts down, they immediately go to the Congress like we have to sign a one trillion dollar bill to to pay, you know what I'm saying, the military, right? Yeah. Right? But when y'all niggas get paid, y'all go on y'all LES and y'all realize like, damn, these niggas is taking out so much taxes. Where is that shit going? Us. Y'all are taxed, we are tax-free. All right? That's the last thing I have to say. Y'all are taxed, we are tax-free. They tax y'all to pay us. If they pay, literally, if you sit down and do the math, a historian did the math with me, right? If they pass a $1 trillion bill and there's only 1% of America that's actually in the army, right? A $1 trillion bill, which is probably, I don't know, I'm drunk, so it's probably $999 billion for a trillion, right? Plus one, right? It takes at least $20 billion to pay everybody in DOD from head to toe everybody in dod and that's just one right? check and that's no that's your whole fucking paycheck no that's, no that's, that's, what I'm saying. that's, that's just one check for everybody no 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 20 billion for your whole fucking year of work oh yo year. it takes 20 billion to pay everybody across the dod from head to fucking toe right that other 80 billion is going towards your trucks your weapons your shit like that right but in that 20 billion y'all niggas is at least giving back at least I don't fucking know. I would say probably like two, two, I would say 2% honestly. So 2 billion, right? Right? Or 10% literally. Yeah. So that's 2 billion, right? So you give back 2 billion. That 2 billion is coming to us. See what I'm saying? Y'all niggas are taxed. We're tax free. See what I'm saying? How do you think I afford this fucking apartment? What do you mean by tax free? We tax free. That 100% that I get, I get, well, that I'm about oh, to get. Uh, yeah, you're talking about you because you're 100% retired. No, I'm not retired. 
But you're 100 percent. So I'm 100. I'm about to be 100 percent disabled vet. Yeah. So that 3300 a month that I come from, that's in that DOD bill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's coming from y'all. Yeah. They take that money from out of y'all taxes and they pay us. Yeah. I get 3300 dollars a month off of y'all. It's as simple as that. That BAH that I'm getting to go to school, that's coming from y'all. Yeah. That's all y'all. So they really can't hand too many niggas the pink slip because they're going to be like, damn, now what we got to do about the veterans? But the problem is that I didn't calculate, honestly. I told Grip this not too long ago is that, you know what I'm saying, this 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 VA disability shit is going to go away. But, oh, that shit's never going away. But the thing, what I was saying, and, and glad you said, is that they're going to up that retirement. You can. feel me? Because in order to, like you said, we pay y'all. So in order to pay y'all, motherfuckers, that, everybody that you talk to will be like, I've been in 10 years. I might as well stay. Majority of people. Yeah. They going to be that. like, oh, I got to do 25 now. You know what I'm saying? And that's just to pay y'all. So then promotions are not going to come as much. You know what I'm saying? And then retirements are going to go higher. The problem with the retirement thing is that you know, once niggas hit 65, it don't matter what the fuck you do, you can claim SSI? Yeah. So there's generals that they probably don't, but there's generals in the army that can literally probably claim SSI. So I can't shut down niggas from collecting two incomes. But how you gonna claim not... If you're 65 in the military, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Let's, Let's be real. If you are 65 in the military, like, yo, you, I be this is it. Like, this is it. You know what I'm saying? I like, never been no old ass sergeant major, but like, no officer niggas, no niggas be sitting. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're 65 in the military. Like, you should be done now. You feel me? That's all they know, bro. But yeah, Imagine no, 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 you no. Have I get what you're saying. I know what you're 40 saying. 40 years. I know what you're saying. But the thing is, it's like. Ain't no four star generals in the army under 60. I don't give a fuck what niggas got to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, um. Ain't no General Miller. That nigga, General Miller, is at. Bro, that nigga looks at least 61, bro. No, Miller? White people I'm age different. I'm talking Miller. Miller? Who's that? Not Millie. White people uh, age different. Some niggas do look like sour milk. After yeah. 40. No, so. What I'm saying is though, you 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 gotta think like, yo, like these motherfuckers, like I I don't know. What I'm saying is basically like, the promotion's gonna slow down, the retirement's gonna go up, and people, you know, they have no reason to promote so many people because we're not at war. There are not people dying. We're not using everybody's tax dollars to go the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's pointless. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're, we're not gonna want to. To re not re-enlist, but like you know, um, enlist so many people and actually re-enlist so many people. Like I told, I was telling you this today. I was like, once since we're done with this war, the army is going to uh, restruct. And when I say restruct, I mean like a structure. We when you get you got these motherfucking fat motherfuckers. You got these fucking people with DUIs, drugs. Hey, E6, I don't care who That's, you are. They've already done that once. They they did that before. Like It was a point in time where they was like, if you have an Article 15 on your record, a hard Article 15, you're gone. you You're was gone. getting a pink slip. And, it, and it's going to be And like, that was fucked up that they did that because uh, they say you ain't really in the Army. You ain't really in the Army if you ain't got an Article 15. Yeah. I have an Article 15, but it was it was like and, on some petty but shit. But it's, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to, because they have to, 
They have to. They were trimming the, the fat. They have to reduce the reduce people. The numbers, exactly. Yeah. They have to reduce the people that they pay because. So it was like, what can we, we make the rules? What can we kick yeah, somebody out for? Because the civilians, some of them would be like, oh yeah, we're gonna not. Nobody's gonna agree to pay more, but they would be like, okay, we're paying more. The reason why is because you know we we have soldiers at war. Nobody's ever gonna say that, but that's the excuse that they can use. There is no excuse no more. We are on TikTok. Fucking motherfuckers is doing the bottom leaves all the time. You know what I'm saying? Soldiers. You feel me? Like, imagine, like, like honestly, I look at it. I watch TikTok all the time. And I look at soldiers. I'm like, damn, that's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? But it's a feeling. Be like, that's where my tax dollars are going for this mother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you how we, we, uh, we push it a lot. <laughs> it's just life. Hey, by the way, General Milley is 63 years old, and General Miller is, they're both four stars, fucking is 60. That's what I'm saying. How many, like, honestly, like, let's let's be realistic. There's only, them niggas make bread. You, yeah. How much do they make? I remember oh. one time hearing a colonel say that he makes enough in BAAs, but they force him to live on post, that he can live in a, he can buy a mansion with his BAH alone. Yeah. A, a base pay for a, uh, uh, what is it, 10, 09, 010? If I was doing, like, back then when I did the math. They make 10 grand a month. They make over 10 grand a month. Yeah. The base pay. And yeah. You know, so don't let them motherfuckers just happily travel to fucking Afghanistan for a month. Oh, they getting an end. General Miller, fucking the, the commander of Afghan forces in fucking Afghanistan, and he stays over there for fucking X amount of months. That motherfucker makes, he got an M off this war. Bruh. More than an M off this war. Maybe two. And that motherfucker is in a different tax bracket. I I wouldn't say at least I'm not going over 10. I'm not going over 10. But you got three core. You got four ID. No, no, there's, there's, uh, they said that the only reason, the the last time we've had a a five-star general was during a world war and we don't have, it's a reason why they have, like, they don't have, they have X amount of, you know, generals and stuff like that. It's a reason for it. I forgot. I read up on it and it was like interesting as fuck, but there's only been, there's only, there's a reason why they have it the way they have it. One probably because they like, hey, we, just alone in generals, they probably be paying motherfuckers like, we are losing millions of dollars by, we, we gotta knock one of these motherfuckers off because like, we are we are paying just them alone, at least a hundred million a year, paying generals. Now maybe not a hundred million, but they paying millions a That's year seven, to these seven generals. Seven niggas times ten a month is. Seven and you see why them, and, and now I see why them motherfuckers like I'm not retiring I mean, at this I mean, point. I'm not retiring if I'm getting this check, and I don't have to do much but just walk around, shake hands. Was that niggas don't understand that when you get the four star general, you don't have to retire. You don't do shit. You wait until them niggas give you that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I seen a sorry our our battalion sergeant major fucking tried to fucking uh retire. He was going to retire and they told that motherfucker, "Nope." Yes. They you denied his retirement. Once you get to a certain part like one of my mans is a noob, that nigga's in a, uh he's an officer. That nigga was like, "Bro, like he was telling me the other day, but I already knew it." He was like, "Once you like niggas actually glorify officers and shit like that, but it's not that great." And yeah, I was like, what it's, you mean? He was like, "I can literally go to a nigga today." Like, I already served my six years. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, I can go to a nigga today and, you know, hand that nigga the packet. Like, 
He said, you go to write the S1, you hand him this refrap pack, and you're like, I want to get out. And them niggas say, you have to request. They, they can straight say, nah. Yeah. No, you're not done here. Like, I need you to go over here. Hey, niggas I think we say, ain't done yet. I think, <laughs> I think we not done yet. That nigga said, they will look at your ORB, they will evaluate you, and they will email you and be like, nah, you're going That's here. That's the problem when it becomes you being so better than your peers. Yes, bro. You being so better than your peers? Oh, no. That nigga said, he was like, bro, I just took command. I'm doing what I have to do, and I ain't doing more. Because as soon as I hand over this motherfucking, what's that stick called again? That guide on. He was like, as soon as I hand over that guide on, I'm going straight to S1 right after that formation. <laughs> Here you go. So, bro, I was like, all right. He was they, like, can deny, they can't deny us. Can nah, deny yeah. Us. That's what I'm saying. What's that time? Is Technically, you don't even have to like tell niggas. Like, niggas don't understand when you're listening. You don't have to tell niggas you're getting out. You can just wait to that. Niggas don't understand. Like, I realized this on my way out. He was like, you can literally like, once your last day, he was like, it's S1's job to tell people when you're getting out. Because they're supposed to, you know what I'm saying, you go down the motherfucking wherever you get them papers from. I forgot where I got my papers from. And you're supposed to go around there in those 15 days and get those stamps. He was like, if you wait till your last day and niggas don't say nothing, you don't have to show up to work the next day. Because after, if it's the day of you getting out, that next day, whose job is it to go around and get those stamps? Y'all niggas know? Yeah, you know. It's your first job. Yeah, they can they can clear you even if you out of the army. You've seen that before. They gonna they gonna put it to your NCO. They have to clear you if you out of the army. Them niggas say as soon as it comes down that you didn't clear, and niggas didn't tell you you had to clear, they hand that shit to your first army. That don't got nothing to do with you no more. So they have to get you off their books. Uh huh. Them niggas gotta get you off your books because if they if you're not off those books, you know what they gotta do? Pay you, nigga. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, that's nice. I seen it was one dude that he was in three six one. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they didn't they didn't get chapter out on oh, time, yeah. and then oh, you had to be fronting. <laughs> oh no, brother! <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah, go ahead, we'll get these stamps around. Hell no. That's why I think about AWOL. Mm -hmm. AWOL people, when they come back, they get paid all that money. Mm -hmm. They get paid all to all the because it's technically yours. The fat nigga, the fat nigga in three six one. You talking about? Big as a bitch, oh, I know who you're talking about. Butt. That nigga was dead. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about, bro. For seven years. Yes, that nigga was. That nigga. Bro, when I tell you that nigga was AWOL, came back, and at that time, what was that, like 15? So the Chrysler 300 was hot at that time? <laughs> that nigga went and bought one of them bitches fresh off the lot, nigga? I was like, all right, this nigga's tripping. Bro, that nigga didn't care. Did not care. This nigga was so big, they had to make a custom. Uh, 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 custom. What, what, what's the new OCP? Yes, bro. They had to make a custom. Bro. The nigga was huge. Huge, bro. bro nigga. He was a cook. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was a cook. They had to pay that nigga all that bread, bro. <laughs> bro, I was like, damn. Nigga went and brought a brand new Chrysler Dream. <laughs> Fresh off. They get that nigga. You know what that nigga got? That nigga got an article fifteen and an honorable discharge. Yeah. There's a lot of circumstances. But after that a certain while, that's desertion. I was literally I, I ain't gonna hold you, a young private me, I was thinking. <laughs> Damn. You could go AWOL, desertion, get a check and an honorable discharge, <laughs> nigga. Hey. Hey. Y'all talking dollars pay for us not to do paperwork. I'm telling you, I know, man. You gotta, you gotta be the real motherfucker that's 
really out to get somebody. So look, so all the army niggas listening around here, bro. All right, if we're gonna end this podcast, we're gonna end it quick. We got two minutes. Listen, listen up and listen well. All right, I live comfortably. All right, get the fuck out that Uncle Sam ass army and let them crackers deal with that shit. Okay. Right, well, it's been another episode of Comrade Conversations. <laughs> we appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, if you're still here, fucking afterwards, we do and no, uh, the, we love the, white people. <laughs> <laughs> the main host of this show, in no way, shape, or form, support the statements made by guest uh, <laughs> that shall remain nameless. Fucking, <laughs> and we will see y'all next week on another episode. If we not banned from the airways, and uh, we out. Oh